Welcome to Cartoons, a celebration of the music and artists we love to listen to in the car. Proudly supported by Cam Clark Ford. Visit them today at camclarkford.com. Welcome back to Cartoons, the show that celebrates the incredible artists that hail from my home province of Alberta, Canada, and their music that you've no doubt listened to in the car over the years. I'm Paul Brandt, and in this episode, we're celebrating two incredible artists, Jan Arden and Katie Lang, the Prairie Powerhouses. Their unique voices and groundbreaking music have left an indelible mark on the Canadian music scene and fans around the world. Let's start with Jan Arden. Born in Calgary in 1962, her journey is as compelling as the words in her songs. Jan's music, known for its emotive lyricism and soul-stirring melodies, has touched the hearts of many. Her road to success was filled with perseverance and resilience. She's spoken over the years about a troubled family life and overcoming a history of addiction. Music saved me. It saved me from my demise that would not have been good. I've made so many mistakes. I've hurt people. I've hurt my own body. I was drunk for a long time. It's taken me probably the last three or four years to reconcile how much I drank. It still shocks me. Like, it really does. I'm like, what was I thinking? You get into the state of denial where you really can go to bed at night, like half plastered, and go, I only had seven drinks and qualify that as normal behavior. So coming out the other side of that, of course I'm filled with gratitude. I could have killed myself. I could have injured other people just driving. And I always say to people now, if you think you drink too much, you are drinking too much. I spent my youth and my 20s and my 30s not wanting to be like my dad. And I turned out like my dad. My older brother's been in jail for 27 years. So his journey with my dad's alcoholism was far different than mine. I think music just kept picking me up and dusting me off and setting me back on a road. And my brother Dre just, he just wanted to please my dad and he just succumbed to it, the disease and pills and he, he always wanted my dad's approval and I think it's much different for boys than girls. I don't know what, I, but I had the wherewithal to go into the basement, stay out of his way. I got my record deal and he was charged with first degree murder in the same month. How do a set of parents navigate that? And I have to preface this all by saying that my brother has always maintained his innocence. And I believe him. Jan's breakthrough hit, Insensitive, is a perfect example of her ability to connect with listeners. Here she is talking about hearing Insensitive that initial time and how the experience influenced her career. You know, you never know when you're going to have a moment that changes your whole life. You wake up on an ordinary day and all of a sudden something happens and the entire direction and course of your life changes. I remember one particular moment for me, I was kind of down and out. It was before I had my record deal and I remember walking down my street, 23rd Street in Calgary. I was living in a really crummy basement suite apartment. And I went out and I was going to go buy something neat or I don't even know what I was doing. but. About halfway down the block, I heard this piano music coming out of this little apartment. And I stood there for the longest time, just kind of strained to hear what it was. And there was a young woman down in her little cubbyhole, and she was playing insensitive. Her name was Anne Marie, and she had written this song. 
I felt a bit voyeuristic because I just stood there and strained to hear it and it was a really slow, very depressing version of this song, but I just thought, that is a great song. I suspected like she was a little bit depressed like me and quite possibly drinking in the afternoons. <laughs> and I thought she could, you know, more than likely be a kindred spirit. Anyway, some time went by and I ran into her at a little place called Marty's a while after that. And I said, Anne, you know, I've been close to you. I heard, heard, your, what, I heard your song. I said, what are you doing with your songs? And she said, nothing. Um, I got a record deal shortly after that. And on my first album, Time for Mercy, I wanted desperately to put Insensitive on it. But my record company said that I had too many ballads. So I waited another two, two years, two and a half years, to take Insensitive Anne Lurie's song and put it on Living Under June. And it changed my life in ways that I could never even have imagined. And it changed Anne's life a lot too. Um, she moved out of her little basement suite apartment, she bought a house. And she told me that she also bought some new boots. <laughs> anyway, you never know when the moment's gonna come. So you gotta make sure that you're listening for it. Cause that moment changed my life forever. ask question, do you ever get sick of singing insensitive? No, I do not. I don't. Jan's career has spanned over decades with each of her 12 studio albums and 40 singles revealing more of her personal journey. Her recent work, both as a songwriter, an author of several books, and a leader in truth-telling, continues to showcase her honest portrayal of life's up and downs, resonating with fans across generations. I think we always have to be prepared to fly our arrows. Face forward, you face into the sun, and you cannot be afraid of failing, no matter what your job is, no matter what your station is in life. I think failing is a human necessity. It's the only way we get better, it's the only way we learn, and it's not the end of the world. It's just failing. I think the bigger tragedy in life is not failing, it's not trying. I like having a purposeful life and I like doing a lot of different things. I'm not great at any of them. I'm okay. I'm not Adele, I'm not Joni Mitchell. But you know what, I sing and I write songs. I do it my own way and that's what you have as an individual is your point of view. And that's what people wanna to listen to. That's what they want to hook their wagon to. They don't want a reasonable facsimile. They don't want someone trying to be like this. They want someone who knows who they are and what they have to say is valuable. And so having said that, I'm always prepared to fly my arrows. I'm never afraid of missing my mark or not hitting the target. Jan's ability to remain authentic and inspiring through life's challenges is admirable. 
She shares what it was like caring for her mother and father, diagnosed with Alzheimer's and dementia at the same time. He had rallied many times. I thought he'll come around. And uh, my little brother's like, no, I don't think so this time. I mean, he was unconscious. They were giving him morphine, but it was the most god-awful thing I've ever seen. My mother, sitting in the corner, said, would it kill them to give him a lozenge? She had no idea. Alzheimer's is a gift in that department. She wasn't crying or anything. And I had this feeling in the pit of my stomach, and I thought, this just isn't forgetting where your car is parked. This just isn't forgetting how to set the clock radio or little banal things that happen in day-to-day -day life. This is, something's wrong. I was actually really scared. And I'd always kind of written journals, but I'd never written about my folks, because I, of course, am in denial completely about any of this happening, that they're gonna get better. And I wrote it down, just that this stuff was going on. I can't even remember the first entry, but I know my office called me the next day and they said, have you noticed what's going on with your Facebook page? Basically, a million people have seen your entry. And I just was shocked. And along with that, we had 4,000 comments. And it hit me for the first time. I bawled my head off trying to read through them because it made my problem seem so insignificant. I've got a forget me at some point. Now a best-selling author, singer-songwriter, member of Canada's Music Hall of Fame and star of her own TV sitcom, Jan Arden recently released her first novel of fiction called The Biddlemores. I know I speak for most of Canada when I say we are beyond proud of this Alberta-born artist who's made so many lives brighter with her artistry in many fields. Everyone and everything I'd ever loved or who has ever come across my life in a meaningful way, I wish I could take all those acts of kindness and all those words of encouragement and all those moments when people took the time to throw their arm around my shoulder and to pick me up and tell me that it was going to be all right and to share a cup of coffee and just some encouraging words. I wish I could take all of that thoughtfulness and just tuck it away in my jacket pocket and, and always have it with me. And, and in a way we all do, but we forget that sea of goodness that we do receive in our lives. But in the rough times, you know, we're like, oh God, nothing good is ever going to happen again. And I feel so down and out, but you, you have that glass jar to look in and listen to and, and know that you do have people out there that support you and love you and care about you. And hopefully you can do that in kind. Now let's turn to K.D. Lang. 
Born a year before Jan, in Edmonton, Alberta, before her family moved to the small town of Consort when she was nine months old. Alberta is ripe. My relationship with Alberta is ripe. From a spiritual and aesthetic point of view, Alberta's minimalism, the prairies, the openness, the vastness, the emptiness, that all plays into my Buddhism and my artistic approach in general. KD, who doesn't capitalize her initials as a tribute to the poet E.E. E. Cummings, creates music that transcends genre boundaries, and her voice is a beacon of inspiration. Katie Lang's album Ingenue featured the hit Constant Craving and brought her international acclaim. Her rendition of Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah, which she performed at the opening ceremonies of the 2010 Olympics, won her a Grammy and showcased her extraordinary vocal talent. Katie shares about the experience of performing her interpretation of this song and how it felt to receive such widespread recognition for it. This was very special uh, to sing Leonard Cohen's song, who's Canadian. And, you know, I tried not to think about the three billion people watching <laughs> on TV. Hallelujah. 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 Katie's journey from Consort Alberta to international stardom is a story of breaking barriers and staying true to oneself. Her influence on the music industry is profound. She even coined a whole new genre, cowboy punk, with Rolling Stone magazine calling her Canadian cowpunk. Katie shares about revolutionizing the music scene as a female artist with her own unique sound. I'm polyamorous when it comes to my loyalty with music. I'll just get turned on to something. Like in the early days it was Patsy Cline and I just went full bore into it. Like just listened to everything she ever made and just absorbed it all. And then it just came out of me. There'll be like some little spark, some little portal, and I'll be like, oh my God, jazz is so amazing. Or not that I can do all of it, because I know I can't, but as an observer and as a listener, I think that's where it all begins. Music, yeah, music. One of the greatest music events of all time was when Roy Orbison invited KD to join him on a duet of his classic, Crying. We were both a little tentative about doing Crying as a duet because it's more of a solo song but it worked and I'm really glad it was a real joy to sing with Roy. The recording won them a Grammy Award in 1989 and since KD has collaborated with some of the biggest artists in the world like Tony Bennett, Elton John and Anne Murray. 
Both Jan Arden and Katie Lang have contributed immensely to the culture of Canada. Their art reflects their victories and challenges and also speaks to the transformative power of music. As an Albertan, I'm proud to have grown up in the same province as the two of them and have been personally inspired by their powerful stories and melodies. Know who you are. Be who you are. Stand firm in that belief. As we celebrate Jan Arden and Katie Lang, we recognize their immense contributions, not just to Alberta's music scene, but to the global tapestry of song. Their paths, marked by distinct voices and impactful narratives, remind us of the power of authenticity and the beauty of sharing one's journey through music. It's as important as water or sunshine. It's natural for us to express ourselves. Their experiences from the exhilarating moments of hearing their breakthrough songs on the radio to their ongoing influence in the music industry are testaments to their enduring legacies. As we close this episode of Cartoons, I invite you to reflect on how Jan Arden's and Katie Lang's music influenced you. Do their songs hold a special place in your life's soundtrack? Thank you for joining us on this episode of Cartoons. We've journeyed through the lives and music of Jan Arden and Katie Lang, exploring their roots, their rise, and their remarkable impact. Join us next time as we continue to celebrate the rich musical heritage of Alberta and the artists who have shaped it. Cartoons, proudly supported by Cam Clark Ford. Friendly, fun, professional. They're all about providing the best deal, outstanding service, and year-round peace of mind. Visit them at camclarkford.com.